0: I'm not. Come on, doing do it. it! I'm not doing it. I'm not. Do, do- it! I, no, I'm not doing it. I love it.
1: that we both started knowing I know, well, where we were going. It's with the
0: this. thing is, we do this, baby. We do this every time that we have a British person on, and eventually someone's gonna actually listen to one of the episodes. Because I just assume when we interview someone, they don't listen to the episode, so they don't hear the the uh, mentally ill things that we say what at if the that's beginning. What they of they
1: it? like what if they well, hear it and then they go, you know, I gotta be on that podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe. All right, I, I'm gonna gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> ah, fuck, I can't do it. I can't. I'm having performance anxiety. Oh okay, I'm gonna do it. All right, I, all right. I'm gonna close my eyes and think of England. Eh, uh, yeah, I'm rooting to Sheila and the Dunny. Eh, yeah? that's, oh uh, that's Australia. God. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. That means having sex with a girl in the bathroom, by the way. That's something I learned in Australia. I did not do that, but I learned the phrase in Australia in case that ever does happen to you if you're in Warrigal. Uh, British is
1: uh, the inquiry. Uh, oh, sorry, my houseboy is here. I must uh, go to the dunny with him. Uh, the inquiry, however, will begin at uh, uh, Queen
0: o'clock. That's what I call six, because that's when she has supper. I've uh...
1: <laughs>
0: that's anyway. That's my British accent. That's
2: for sure. You know, I was watching James Bond
0: the other
1: night.
0: Uh-huh. Which one?
1: The, like, one with one of the ones with Daniel Craig.
0: Oh, new? I haven't seen any of those.
1: It was not very good. Are they supposed to be good? I have no idea.
0: I don't know, but I, the thing I liked about James Bond is that it's kind of goofy, and Daniel Craig is the, the least goofy-looking yeah, no guy. there's no goof. There's no... I mean, how far of a guy can you get from Sean Connery? It's too
1: serious. I mean, He's well, that was serious. the thing with the Pierce Brosnan stuff. It was too much.
0: Yeah, Pierce Brosnan looks like uh, David Cameron, so it's like... Mm. It,
1: no, I, I he could doesn't. never.
0: Absolutely does. He has the angular nose.
1: Absolutely no does. David Cameron is way puffier. He's like a. He's, if, part- he's like okay. If you took Pierce Brosnan oh and you like squatted, God. you like pressed him down so his face yeah. got fat, and he was like you know like compressed in a compression machine, then maybe. Yes. Okay, but so Pierce what you're Brosnan saying is, is yes. Like, way more handsome.
0: You think Pierce Brosnan is handsome? He looks like no, a piece he's of paper. Like, he There's looks nothing like, there. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, like, in that, like, typical Hollywood, like, and here's my hair kind of way. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Cameron it, it, doesn't have any of that. I feel like Pierce Brosnan was just in Goldeneye and then ended his acting career. I haven't seen him in anything you else. Know,
1: well, you know what's a good movie is the one where he steals the painting.
0: Is that, is that a James Bond movie? Which one.
1: Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah, The Thomas Crown Affair.
0: Okay. I have uh, never I've never seen it. Rene
1: Russo. Of it. Now that's a name you haven't heard in a while.
0: I haven't don't think I've heard that name ever in my life. She looks actually.
1: Great. Does she? Oh yeah. In the movie. You Renee should. Renee Russo,
0: if you are listening to this podcast, my phone number. Great hair uh yeah i'm sure i'm it's uh, are you looking at a picture of her or something i don't know what the hell you're talking about
1: i'm looking in the picture of my mind
0: oh yeah i don't have those my mind people always talk about how they have these internal monologues or like thoughts and stuff my Mm. mind there's just nothing in there i just talk what like you think
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay hello everyone my name is liz
0: hey um bray but okay don't answer but yeah i'm brace uh we are joined by (laughs) producer young uh And, uh, wait. Okay, yeah, I, I'm just really confused now. But, yeah, go, go on.
1: What's and the podcast this is, name? uh, Truanon. Hello, welcome.
0: Oh, oh, we're doing, okay, yeah. Sorry, we're doing Truanon. Sorry, I thought I was doing the other one. Um, hello, we are, we are taking, come with us. Get on the steamship with us, my friend.
1: We're taking the reverse Titanic. Uh, well, <laughs> did yeah, I say first so of all,
0: t- the Titanic. <laughs> no, <that's> the, <laughs> The titantric.
1: <laughs> Ew. Uh,
0: we are, yeah, we are We are uh, shorning ourselves of our clothes. We are putting on saris and we are sitting cross-legged and we have a tantra episode for you
1: today. <laughs> Ew. No, we're, no. I'm really sorry. No, we even, don't. That
0: doesn't. No. We actually have a episode that that we've been we've been sort of thinking about doing it for a while, and it's perfect timing. Um, we are talking about a scandal that's happening. I don't even I, across I kind of the hesitate pond. To call it, yeah, but I hesitate to call it a scandal, but I, I think maybe a multi decade spying operation that occurred uh, in the UK against its own citizens. Yeah. Uh, that is one of the most, I mean, you know, obviously we, 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 we. I read about a lot of this stuff. We talk about a lot of this stuff on the, on the show, but this, this particular topic that we're talking about, uh, really affected me in a way because it's, it's, I think it's just so, it's such a, a display of personal cruelty. Yeah, absolutely. uh, On the, on the part of the state that, that, that's real
1: sadistic. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And, uh, uh, you know, um, there's sort of the, some of the victims have described it as rape by the state and, 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 you know, it's, it's difficult to kind of come up with the words to even, even yeah. talk about it, but we have with us today, a guest, somebody who has, who was actually, um, affected by the spy cop scandal, who was spied on by one of these police officers. Um, but yeah, anyways, what we're talking about is a multi-decade long, uh, spying operation by, by British police and British intelligence On everything from, uh, you know, left-wing revolutionary groups to tiny little reading circles uh, and the undercover officers they sent uh, to personally spy on people.
1: Well, let's get into it.
0: I'm not going to do a British accent, by the way, Liz. I know that you think.
2: Dumb, <laughs> Me neither, either, gonna... <laughs>
0: man. <laughs> um, well, speaking of why, let's just get into it. We have with us today in the Cyber Studio, uh, Tom Fowler uh, of of of. Well, Tom, I'll let you explain who you are because I, I yeah, I think I'll do a poor job of it. There's a lot sure. to get into here.
2: Sure, man. I'm um, I'm one of South Wales Anarchists, um, which was a group that was infiltrated by undercover police uh, in the 2000s. Um, since we, d- we found out about the infiltration of our group, I've been part of a wider network of, of, of groups, and individuals, including the, com- the campaign opposing police surveillance, um, police spies out of lives and the undercover research group that are attempting to like uh, hold the police to account in various ways. That's involved taking uh, civil legal action against the police successfully and now kind of engaging with this public inquiry into undercover policing, which is currently taking place
1: amazing so i think for our listeners actually when we say when we talk about the inquiry if i may call mm-hmm. it that uh our listeners probably don't actually know what that means so can you give a little background of what exactly we're talking about here
2: so sure yeah so the inquiry the um, inquiry into undercover policing was called by Theresa May then prime minister in oh, so then home secretary sorry <laughs> became prime minister later um in t- uh, 2014 um it was around the time she like she did the, the Daniel Morgan inquiry it was called mm-hmm. around the same time, and there was like a whole like kind of she was having some sort of beef with the cops, and like mm-hmm. she got booed the police federation. I don't know if people might remember that. That was quite. Uh, that,
0: we have thing. we have a similar politician, uh, the mayor of New York, who uh, who who has a similar relationship with the police. Okay, Gets booed a lot.
2: She was just. I mean, she, I don't think it was a political thing. I was just wanted to save money. She wanted to cut them. You know, it was austerity. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like they didn't want to get cut, so. So she set up the inquiry. I mean, I think, like, so there there was a suggestion that she was kind of moved as a woman about the experience of the women who were deceived Mm. into long-term sexual relationships by undercover police. Because it was a bit of a scandal for a little while. I mean, like, it's kind of moved off the front pages now. But for a short while, um, the fact that these undercover police officers had deceived women into long-term sexual relationships and even fathered children with them. Um was like a scandal, and like people were kind of upset about it, and like, yeah, you rightly
1: know. so, I'd say,
2: right, yeah, yeah. and then, like it was discovered that these cops had used the identities of dead children um as part of their infiltration. that became a bit of a you know thing as well, so understandable, yeah, man, yeah, it's pretty fucking grim. so like they 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 called this inquiry, um it was meant to start like a long time ago, <laughs> um Uh, but like due to the death of the original chair and basically the police dragging their heels on every tiny section of preparation for the inquiry. Mm -hmm. It didn't actually get started till November of this year. So six years after it was called, which is like, yeah, it's pretty bad going by even by public inquiry standards. But yeah.
0: So what all is this inquiry covering? So, so this came out in 2014 or rather this inquiry was called in 2014. It is now, it is for, you know, listeners, who are dig- digging into the archives in 2024. It is November 20 20- excuse me, December 2020. It was finally just called mm-hmm. convened. And so what kind of like what is what is the purview of this inquiry?
2: Okay, so the remit the inquiry covers essentially, I mean it's all undercover policing, uh political undercover policing. So it's the mm-hmm. undercover policing of political protest groups. But specifically, it's about two units, the Special Demonstration Squad and the NPORU, the National Public Order Intelligence Unit. Um, special demonstration squad started in 1968 till two thousand and eight. Special demonstration squad was two thousand and three to two thousand and eleven, possibly later. It was then merged into Count Terrorism command. So I mean, like these things still happen, mm. but the unit don't look like, exists. yeah, so yeah. these two units. Um, the inquiry is doing it like uh, in order, so, the first tranche of the inquiry we've just had that was just focused on 1968 to 1972, though there are occasional bits from later that kind of got pulled in. But yeah, so we're just looking at that to the start of it.
1: And what brought about this formation initially? You said 1968. I mean, I think people will know that that was like a pretty major year in almost every Western and non-Western country um, for political demonstrations. But what specific? Can you give us a little history lesson there for? Yeah, sure. In
2: yeah, sure. So, like, um, yeah, like you say, man, it was it was kicking off everywhere, right? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like uh, in the UK, the the, the 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 opposition to the Vietnam War was 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 significant, man. It was enough that Britain never sent ground troops, right? Which mm-hmm. like, they kind of would have liked to. Yeah, you look at the politicians at the time; they'd yeah. have liked to have gone like full into the Vietnam. I'm sure well, they they, they lo-
0: did they did send the SAS.
2: Yeah, they they sent, like, some sort of support, right? And they sent, like, all sorts of things, but they didn't, like, fully commit, like, there was no British invasion of Vietnam. And that was because of public pressure. There's no two ways about that, man. They they would have loved to have done it. They were offered, like, loads of cash by the U.S. president at the time. I forget the details, but, you know, they would like to have done it. Yeah. So the the, the Vietnam Solidarity Campaign was probably, like, the biggest sort of protest network around the time. And they had a demonstration in in central London in March 1968, which – like kind of, it it, it culminated with like uh, uh, outside the, the the U.S. embassy where they were going to deliver a letter. But like the plan was was to, to break in and phone Hanoi and go like, we've occupied the U.S. embassy, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, solidarity from London. Um, th- th- that probably wasn't that realistic. But when it, <laughs> like realistically, you know, um, but when when the day actually came, they, they marched on the on Grover Square. Like there's a lot of debate about why it went wrong, but the police completely lost control. Um, mm. knocked off police horses, like roughed up something proper. I mean, like, violence levels, we're not talking about anything like massive, really, you know. Yeah. I think like I don't think it would really like stress people out, but there's no two ways about it. The Met Police lost control. Their public order was not up to scratch. I mean, just looking at the photos of it, man, you know, you this is like British Bobbies, like in the normal kind of get up.
0: Yeah, the big well, hats,
2: temple helmets and shit. Yeah, the whole thing. Yes, exactly. Like not not set up for a riot, and you've got all this like young radical left wing youth, mm. the Maoists and the, the anarchists, and like they're like they have linked arms. The first time, first time we've seen linking arms on a modern demonstration in London, and like they they bowl the police over, and like they're at the gates of the embassy. They don't actually get in but like it's 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 an it's yeah. a close run thing right
0: and, and 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 for the americans i'm sure brought to mind the uh, the tet offensive and how they uh, how the 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 viet cong broke into the embassy in in hanoi but oh. also for the british i can imagine this is in the shadow of may 1968 in
2: paris yeah. So this is in March. Yeah. So that hasn't happened mm. quite yet, but like, okay. Okay. They got that. Uh, they're, they're expecting something much, you know, however bad it is. They think this is, is this just the beginning, man? Like this yeah. is about to get like way worse. Yeah. So there's a, there's a meeting the next day where all the top brass of the Met police, the home secretary, various characters are like, right. Like, Your heads have got a roll. This was a terrible day at the office yesterday. We are not happy about this. <laughs> we need new ways of dealing with this. Um, so, Conrad Dixon, a um, uh, a special branch uh, chief inspector um, or superintendent—I can't remember his fucking title. Anyway, Conrad Dixon says, "Give me a million pounds a year, ten good men, and a free hand, and this will never happen again." Mm. He's given a budget directly from the Home Secretary. It's not going through the Met Police uh, budget, so it's like he's not any—he's carved himself a little kingdom. Hold on, hold on,
0: Tom. What the fuck is the met police? That's like the museum police force?
2: Okay right so the met it's the metropolitan police uh, which mm. is the London the London so in the UK we don't have a national police force we've got like mm-hmm. 92 regional police forces but like the met police the, the, the London metropolitan police service um is like the single biggest one by far it fancies itself as the national sure. police force as well yeah it's mm. the london police right uh, yeah, so,
1: so, so this new, so this new like directive was going straight to, like the national government is what you're saying.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and as time develops, it it go it it starts off just in London, um, but we don't know the detail yet. But you know, by by the two thousands, it's all over the country, um, and the relationship between the Met Police and regional police forces about that is is still a bit um, opaque. Like, mm. but um, yeah, the initial unit is set up with like ten officers. Um, they're special branch officers. Um, like, these are not like normal. These aren't like kind of um, the, the 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 officers they've recruited. They haven't come from like they're not the guys who're going undercover in like drug gangs or anything. These yeah, are like
0: th- that's super grass, right?
2: I know a fucking word. So supergrass informers, is... yeah, yeah.
0: Um, oh fuck! All right, I do not know the word, but at least it's in the same general uh, yeah, category. territory
2: man. But yeah, so like he sets this unit up um, with these ten officers and. Initially, it appears that like he's got like a budget until the October, which is the second national demonstration against the Vietnam War, um, mm-hmm. which is set to be like ten times bigger. Um, there's branches, of the Vietnam Solidarity Group, uh, popping up all over the um, the country, uh, certainly all over London. They're having conferences. They're having these giant meetings. Like Tarek Ali, who's like this uh, Trotskyite. Guy. Mm-hmm. I'm, f- I'm familiar. <laughs> right, yeah, Okay, so he's like, yeah, yeah. So he's like your, 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 like your, your main face, right, at the time. With like, yeah. Nasser like, giving a bit of star power. Touring, mm. like, all around the universities in the country, getting them to, like, book coaches for the October. That's going to be, like, the day of the revolution, you know? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. like, and every small group in the country as well, every, like, the Marxist, anarchist, Maoist, all these different groups, everybody's gearing up for this demonstration. And the police are determined that this will not be a repeat of the first one. Mm. Uh, and and so it turns out it's not. I mean, like, arguably, because the, the, through the democratic processes, the open-ended democratic processes of the solidarity campaign, um, they decided to do a show of strength in the park a long way from the... Um,
1: huh, interesting.
2: The, yeah. I mean, th- there, there are a number of votes <laughs> that take place on where they, whether they should have it ending at Grosvenor Square or ending in the park. Interestingly, nine of the 10 undercover officers attended that meeting and voted in the vote. I mean, huh. they, they, they won by more than nine votes. I'm not suggesting that was the... Right. But, you know, you can yeah. see... Agents
0: in of which... influence, though.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. So this whole campaign got off real quick then. I mean, so they were like... I mean, if you were talking from March to October, right? right.
2: Like, yeah, they yeah. were...
1: I mean, they these guys or this unit, which we should probably get into, like, exactly... Or like a little more specifically like what we're talking about because i do think like brace and i were talking last night about this how like in america at least i think that so much not at least this is my sense a lot of popular knowledge of the cops and how all of that stuff works comes from like television show i mean you know like i mean for a reason right the yeah it's yeah. a lot of fucking money into doing all of that shit. but so when people hear like undercover they think like Okay, even for political agitation, they think just like a guy who like, maybe he wears like a funny outfit and he shows up, uh, you know, he, you know, clocks in and out, you know, eight hours a day, but then goes home. Or maybe it's like, you know, a month where he's like infiltrating something. But yeah. like, this is like a much more extensive um, campaign than I think anything... I mean, anything that I've heard of in the United States, although we'll, we should probably get into how this probably exists other places, maybe towards the end of the show. But but yeah, so for March to October, I mean, that just strikes me as like their own kind of offensive <laughs> way, you know what I mean? Like it was
2: real quick. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so basically these officers that they deployed, I mean, they've been working on these groups for some time, right? But from a desk, yeah? So they're mm. like... They're not just going in like kind of oh so let's learn what's happening. They already know the people they're looking to target. They've got an extensive like understanding of these groups already before they go undercover. It was quite normal for special branch officers to turn up to all public meetings, take notes. Yeah. Um. This just this time they I mean they, they called the, the group were called the SDS uh, Special Demonstration yeah, Squad. There's a little bit of a joke with the Students for Demonstration yeah, Society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was good yeah, yeah. and yeah. the, the SDS, German, in, SDS in Germany too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they they were at the demo the uh, the march demo. Um, yeah, like, yeah. They were considered like the biggest, like you know. Oh my god.
0: The, yeah, the Rudy and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. They yeah. got helmets,
2: man. Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, Fuck. yeah. So, like, um, yeah, initially, like the, the these officers were like deployed just for this. Originally, till that, then, then it became like a twelve-month deployment they were talking about. Mm-hmm. But by the time we get to the nineteen eighties, we're talking five-year deployments, um, mm. and like, so also initially, it's like people that they. they, they like the, the first officers talk about going to public meetings and yeah. getting into being to go into private meetings within a couple of years, you've got like, they're, they're the treasurers. They're the branch secretaries. They're the right hand man of like the, the main target. They're, they're getting they, into like sexual relationships with their main target. They're like, they're, they're going more than just like turning up to meetings or whatever. They've got a full new persona and they're entirely, like living that, you
0: know? Yeah. I was reading about, uh, one of the first women officers who's joined because originally it originally was all men. And then they, so, they,
2: so there was two women at the very beginning. Um, okay. But like, so in the initial days, there were, uh, it's like the, 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 tactics that are kind of, um, changed quite a lot. So initially the, the two women suppose the one's dead now, but the, the other one who gave evidence, the inquiry, she just talked about going to a few public meetings, the two of them mm-hmm. together. um, as time went on, it from, you know if she's to be believed, which I'm not entirely sure she is, but mm. like um, you know the, the the deployment of female officers like in more serious came much later um, in a, like more kind of the, the five year deployment kind of way.
0: Yeah, because because the the I think this is the, the testimony from the officer you're talking about. She said she joined a small Maoist women's group, which I cannot imagine was about to overthrow uh, the crown uh, in, in Parliament, right. uh, but. Something interesting she notes, and and, and in fact, I noted uh, in, in, in the testimony, is that a lot of these people became, in fact, almost, I, I think it's three or four of them, became treasurers in organizations, and, yeah. and, and that's where on the executive committees, and she participated in the expulsion of several members of this small Maoist women's group, which, to be fair, knowing small Maoist groups... Likely those expulsions would have happened sooner or later, anyways. Oh, mad, but, a
2: weekly event and expulsion from marriage. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, you
0: yeah. exactly. You know, like,
2: you but, uh, a new party every couple of weeks, and you're doing it wrong.
0: Exactly. But, but she, uh, she, uh, sh- there was one quote from her that was highlighted that was, I do not think my work really yielded any good intelligence, which obviously, not sure if I believe it, but, but I eliminated the women's liberation front from public order concerns,
2: hmm. which, yeah, man.
0: I'm not sure uh, they maybe would have been a public order concern if this, if this officer hadn't joined. I mean, I just, just you know, so, I, I know it
2: was a so different time a period. Point, there's a key point in the, de- in the definitions here, yeah? Yeah. Like, so, like, you're hearing her saying public order concern, and you're thinking public order problem, yeah? Mm-hmm. But she just literally means public order. So, like, they're just not mobilizing. Like, yeah, they yeah. were a public order. They were, they were out on the street holding placards, right? That's enough. Mm-hmm. It's not, they're not like, Ah, oh, they'll become disorderly. They don't care if they're being disorderly. It's, like, it's just being in the public as a group. It's just their existence.
1: Yeah, right. yeah, yeah it's, okay. It's,
2: it's, it's, it's literally mobilizing. So it's like they're not concerned whether you're, you know, like what you're doing when you're mobilizing. It's the fact you're fucking mobilizing is the problem. That's what they're looking to get rid of.
0: And how many different groups did they infiltrate back then? Like what, so what are the numbers thousand, we're talking?
2: Over a thousand Jesus. is what the, what, what the inquiry said, right? So like, So it's um, probably more than that. Yeah, yeah, much more. And also, I mean, you know how it works with like small, like left wing groups, right? There's so much overlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many campaign groups that, like, it's really hard to define. You know what what that you know what that means in yeah, terms yeah. of you know it, its level of of impact. Like, you know, because some of these groups they, they, they had loads of different names. They were front groups, you know, especially the Maoists, man. You know,
0: yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But like,
2: from a police point of view, I, I'm sure they see things quite differently, and they would see it in terms of like groupings and whatever and it's probably networks networks right yeah
0: yeah 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 because it's i noticed like i saw that they infiltrated a number of trotsky uh, Trotskyite groups and like just the sheer like i mean because i think it you know looking in 2020 at like a lot of these a lot of these groups um you know like i i don't think that i would feel that the social even if I was somebody who was dedicated to, you know, upholding uh, you know, the 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 current UK government or system of government, I'm not sure I would be entirely concerned about like the Socialist Workers' Party, for instance, uh being a uh a enemy that's really worth taking seriously but but it's it's you know it's notable how they do and how much i mean we saw the same thing in america just how like lasered in and how knowledgeable they are about these things i mean i you know i read that they had a report you know by october that demonstration we're talking about they had the like basically the names and biographies and all these uh, statistics about the uh, every main protest leader in the country
2: yeah, and also details of fairly minor people who just turned up to a couple of meetings, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. including detailed, like, uh, descriptions of their appearance, and and if they were female, their body shape and stuff, you know.
0: Oh, yeah, wow.
1: So you mentioned, uh, at, you know, at the beginning of this that Theresa May was, you know, perhaps, I mean, or reportedly, uh, particularly moved by... The kind of relationships that people got into, especially with the way that a lot of the the female—I don't—I mean, I hate saying targets; it just sounds so fucking awful and like removed. But like that's what they were, I guess. Right? Yeah. But how they were kind of—I mean, I don't even know what to call it—but like co- in these like coerced relationships, and yeah, some of I mean, them deceived. had is that, with, Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's horrific, man. It's, I mean, it is. Um. So like. The, the, a number of the women um, came together when, like, mm-hmm. they first um, started to be revealed. And it started, you know, I mean, it was it was very much the women who were, like, kind of... Because... So, I mean, I, I knew an undercover cop quite well. He was a close personal friend of mine. Um, like, but when he, when he did, he, like, moved to Corfu and, like, didn't get... I mean, I didn't, like, try and track him down or shit. You know, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. To Corfu, but, like... For a lot of people, they, these are the people they were, like, in love with, like, seriously yeah. in love with. And like, then years. they disappeared, like, you know. They, I mean, they had a withdrawal sort of system, you know, that took a few months. But, like, it was a fairly fun, sudden disappearance. And they tried to find them, like, out of sheer, like, you know, where's this Because, per- like, these guys had, like, you know, because they had, like, a backup team and they were, like, th- this relationship was really important to their deployment, they were, like, the perfect kind of boyfriends, right? Like in lots of ways, you know, they were like designed for you. You know, had the same interests, the same tastes, same quirks. Some Mm -hmm. like some some major life events that you were like about to go through, they actually experienced that. And you know, like, oh, your dad's dying, man. Well, my when my dad died when I was young, it affected me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know, all that kind of shit, right? I mean, it's it's just
0: incredibly manipulative. Like in a level that, like, yeah,
2: I'm not the same as well. I mean, that's one of the things about it. It's like it's the same each time these stories are really yes similar yeah to each yeah other. yeah you know you like love letters like written like 15 years apart by different people that are like the same you know yeah so when they disappeared right they like, try to find them yeah so like and and it's like kind of why why was that like there what's this about what's that about and it's like they had suspicions for a long time and sometimes for years, you know. With look, people talking about people who've been looking since the early 80s, like the early 90s, you know, with suspicions, thinking they were going mad before, like, yeah, no, he really was an undercover cop. Oh, like there's these other people. So like a few of those women came together, a group of eight of those women came together uh, to form Police Spies Out of Lives. And they really they've done like some amazing um sort of put like kind of putting the, the story into public consciousness. They they brought uh, like a, a case against the police. Mm-hmm. Um, about those deployments, um, they're successful in civil uh, court, with and kind of really, kind of you know, b- by sharing their own personal stories, um, you know, kind of got people to understand the emotional impact that like these deployments have like caused. And I say, like with children, you know, like and not just one of them, you know, it's, it happened a couple of times.
0: Yeah, that's that's something I found because I, I listened to that that podcast "Bed of Lies" that I mm. I can't remember who's doing. I think the Telegraph or somebody's yeah, doing.
2: Which is mental, I man. I, that I, the Telegraph yeah. is doing it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, weird as fuck.
1: They, yeah. they like weren't looking that day when someone produced that.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I think mean, they're just like, oh, it's a new true. It's like a new true crime thing, man. Exactly. Very that, That's. That,
0: that's the way it's sort of sold it's very because you 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 told me uh, when you told me about it you're like yeah it's not really the style of presentation I enjoy it. and I was like oh, <laughs> nice oh, man, man. Shit, man. and it's and, and I listened to it and it's like oh this is like that serial style of very big in America oh, po- style of podcasting yeah Wh- yeah where it's like a little like one note piano thing and like <laughs> but what was this about any but 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 the stories actually told in it were really affecting i mean i mean just for our listeners to understand it's like you know you would be some of these women were not even that involved in left-wing groups they, you know they would go to a couple meetings uh, you know sometimes they you know they were involved but it's not like we're not talking about you know fucking ho chi Minh over here like these right. people you know these are people who were like going to meetings against police brutality but weren't exactly like you know plotting you know to, to blow up anything or anything you know and mm-hmm. and and you know so for some relatively minor groups i mean one one of the one of the you know I, i'll encourage people to listen to themselves but one of, the, one of the one of the victims even says like yeah I, we weren't really doing much and the police would send these guys and, and you know those, the, basically every story is the same these guys that are perfect for them they have sort of the same personality as them same interests as them just like tom described and then they would get in relationships with them for years like I mean, like, you know, you mentioned five-year deployment. I mean, so, you know, like, long-term boyfriends and then all, and I found the disappearances very weird. They would all sort of disappear in these really bizarre ways. And it's like, I didn't really understand why they couldn't just be like, I don't love you anymore, goodbye, because, you know, that's like people do that normally all the time. But, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's just incredible. And, and, I, and I found it incredible, too, that, like, a lot of these guys were found out basically because these women were like, what the fuck was that? And, like, mm. tracked them down and figured mm. out what was going on. I mean, that's an incredibly compelling part of the story.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, like, um, yeah, the, 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 the draw thing's kind of weird because it's, like, it's, in, it, it's hugely traumatic, yeah? Um, Absolutely. And it's designed to be traumatic. Like, you, you tell that they're trying to traumatize the people they're leaving, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, that's part Absolutely. of the plan. And, I mean, like, I don't know, man. Like, sometimes I think there's some sort of vindictive cruelty Mm-hmm. You know, in the whole... Because, like, for a long it's time, sadistic. yeah. It's sadistic.
1: It feels it, sadistic. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, like... So, like, if you've been around, like, protests a long time, yeah, and, like, you're mm-hmm. you're always dealing with the same public order teams on protests and shit, and we're doing direct action, it's, like, the same kind of cops. After a while, you get a sense of, like, hatred, you know? Yeah, Of the yeah. cops. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's something about, like... Um, it's like something like tribal, you know, like you've been like, you've been, you've been facing each other for so long. Like they're they're staring at your photos of you before they go to the demo. And there he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and like intimidating people out of protest in various means, like it happens, you know, like they kind of turn up at your work and all that kind of shit, you know? So like, it just feels like another way, like some senior officer being like, I'll twist the knife on that fucking before you leave, you know? Right. It's like, if that felt like, I mean, like, I don't know, you know, but that feels like to me, that's what it feels like yeah that's
1: what's so crazy i mean even you know the way that and we should get into like the kind of transition between the like SDS into like what it became later Mm. because it's very weird how it just like continued even though Mm. it's unclear if it really i mean we keep saying this like it needed to, even though obviously that's not the point. You know what I mean?
2: Right. Yeah, I I think like it's really easy to get stuck in that thing about whether it needed to, because people keep thinking, Mm -hmm. yeah, but but what were they looking to stop happening? But it's just not the point. It's not the point. Yeah. It's public order, Yeah. It's people out on the street with like placards. That's a problem. And as far as they're concerned, they've Mm -hmm. decided that's a problem and they're going to deal with it. And they found a way that's really effective at dealing with it. So like, Mm -hmm. why would they stop? You know, like when you look at like, so a lot of people kind of come. Oh, the cost! What terrible cost! You know, as yeah, like that, yeah. That's the main problem here. Which yeah, as, it, well, that's as if the they, as if,
0: as if they like, you know, they were preventing this thing, but you know, they were preventing this horrible thing from happening. But right, like, right. you know, the human cost is. But they, they weren't. They were. Yeah, like you said, they're preventing people from going to picket lines.
2: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, like, it, you know, when you kind of understand like how much overt policing, right? How much yeah. they spend on overt policing and shit like that. Then like the covert stuff's gonna be yeah. like like this, right? Because otherwise, what else are mm-hmm. they gonna do? You know, they're spending like man, we had, like I, I live in Newport in Wales, yeah, and up the road we had like the the NATO summit like six years ago, yeah. Yeah, and they spent like it was there for two days, right, in the in the big hotel just outside of town, and they spent forty four million on like public order policing for that weekend. In a uh, man, it's a really rundown post industrial industrial place I live. Yeah, you know, forty four million yeah, were yeah. a long way on a lot of shit, but they spent on, like. The, the, the half a million a year on undercover officer which is what they reckon they're going to cost
0: like, each, fuck, each I mean, cop that's
2: fine yeah fucking do 10 like sure no problem you
0: know I mean it's it's just I mean it, that's the thing is the, this is the scale of it so wild and the and the fact that it existed for decades too because you talked about okay we have the, in the 60s these Trotskyist groups but obviously sort of the political scene changes as the 70s and then 80s progress and then the 90s progress and yeah. and, and sort of things become well, a lot of these uh, sort of big, uh, you know, sort of communist groups kind of, you know, go, go by the wayside. And, and it's the rise of, of groups like environmental activists mm-hmm. and animal rights activists. Yeah. And, I, you child,
1: know, I, I, I grew up. Activists.
0: You know, like on like crash records and all this stuff. Right, when yeah, yeah. I'd see like the you know the ALF and all, and you know that wasn't really obviously a thing in my life as like a thirteen year old in the Bay Area in two thousand three. But I I knew about. It. I'm not I'm not sure that people sort of grasp. They were actually at least back in those days. There was the the environmentalism in to that yeah. level was seen as this really extreme thing. When nine eleven happened in America, the number one threat uh, that the FBI uh, said exists in this country was the the earth liberation front and environmental yeah. activists yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they remained the number one threat for years on the
1: heels of the battle in seattle here yeah, where yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was all tied into the anti-globalization movement which was what mm. the real big thing was it wasn't less the environmentalists although they were ready well, to like bomb for trees or whatever
2: so i mean the thing yeah like again like, like there's no kind of nobody's talking about bombs like the but yeah but yeah, in the, but, yeah but in the early 90s yeah the the, the 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 British government had like a road building program. They had like this. They, they set aside this big pot of money and they like redrew the maps of the map of Britain with like all mm-hmm. these new motorways they were going to put in. And this was going to be the yeah. huge infrastructure project that was going to like define major's like pre, uh, prime ministership. Yeah, like it. That that died at Newbury. Um, like event like the the, the protest against Newbury bypass was eventually unsuccessful. But like twenty three camps over a seven mile period of of proposed motorway, like just bankrupted the entire project. Mm. Yeah. Um, like the, the financial losses that like, you know, not just the government had, but like huge numbers of like major road building contractors lost out on because a bunch of goddamn hippies had decided to live in the woods mm-hmm. was like, it, it's not small amounts of money. We're talking multi, multi hundreds of millions, like hundreds. Yeah, of
0: hundreds yeah, of millions. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So like, and, and it didn't matter what those people were doing. I mean, like they were being completely like painfully, like irritatingly pacifistic in their, in their tactics, you know?
0: But, yeah. Like,
2: but financially, the impact they were having was enormous. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. same with the ELF in the US, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so yeah, they burned a few places down, right? And there was like a few yeah. like kind of high profile things, but like even just their small scale stuff of shutting things down has a huge economic impact. And like the pressure mm-hmm. comes from industry to government is like, what the fuck? We don't have to deal with it. You should be so Right, right, out. right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Uh, And the ALF as well, because, you know, Mm. anti-vivisection campaigns were huge in the 1980s and 1990s. I mean, that that was a major force.
2: I mean, it got to the point where, like, no insurance company would cover, like, vivisection in the UK. So the government became insurer of last resort for vivisection, which essentially meant that, like, the British government underwrote, like, so Huntington Life Sciences, the single biggest place in Europe for vivisection It was was, the government had to prop it up entirely, and like because the protests against it, you know, which Mm -hmm. you know they tried every like overt form of policing to try and like break that, but it was only really with covert policing that they were able to like do that because you know if you want if you if there's enough of you and you really want to shut the company down, you can fucking do it, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like doable, and I don't you know I'm not saying it's justified at all. Far from it. But like if you really want to shut it down, how else are you gonna fucking do it? You know well, what,
0: well you mentioned that the covert policing was successful, and we haven't actually really talked about that that much, is, is the actual arrest that came from this. Because, you know, these guys would enter these, you know, women's lives, or these friend group and stuff, and, you know, a, again, like like Thomas said, we're not exactly talking about, you know, the the 1910, like, caricature of an anarchist with a bomb in their hand. I mean, no. these are, like, probably the same kind of people, you, you know, you or I know, and it's like, right. and so, it's, it's it's you know, they, they enter into these groups, like... What kind of people, what kind of arrests do they make? What kind of sting operations do they make? And like, how, how, what is the scale of this sort
2: of thing? Right. So, yeah, like none, man. That's the thing. So, like, normally, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Costs. That's how they work, yeah, totally. Like, yeah, you yeah. Just described. That's how. Like, They're like, "Let's
0: go buy some fentanyl, brace." And I'm like, "Absolutely, let's go buy some fentanyl." <laughs> and then, hey, like, I showed up at the hotel
1: to send on you, and <laughs> exactly. And that's right. yeah, yeah, And they
0: totally. sentence you to becoming an undercover <laughs> podcaster. They just <laughs> what they do. They right, they yeah. blackmail you. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Totally right. So like, and then they, but then like, the problem with that is, then you get the day in court, right? Mm-hmm. When the, the cop stands on the stand and goes, "Yeah, I want a fucking, I want one of you people out right, know. Right, I, right. I'm actually yeah. a pig." Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. They didn't want that. So, no. No information is being collected for prosecution. Um, mm-hmm. It's purely intelligence and disruption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, they're feeding the intelligence back, and they're. I, mean, they're, 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 I mean, we're not entirely sure the actual detail, like the, the how much you can prove about the disruption, because they're very. Yeah. Oh no, we would, but they, it's very clear they were um, yeah. destabilizing groups, you right, know, right, right, in various ways.
1: Talk about that for a little bit, just like what the kind of different destabilizing techniques were. I mean, I know that we we mentioned with the Maoist groups the like you know Expulsion. <laughs> expulsions, expulsions, yeah, yeah, but like you know, no one would suspect that to be like we yeah, said, no yeah, 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 to be out of the ordinary. But I'm just curious, like, what the kind of like when we say disruption, what they really mean.
2: So, like, I mean, there's a few different ways of like doing the disruption, yeah. I mean, like, kind of it. That, in some ways, um, like the classic ones, the Jean ob- 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 Provocateur thing that like kind of gets yeah, the group sure. in deeper than it ever wanted to. So, like, um, Carlo, ne- Carlo Negri or Carlos Sorochi, which is actual real name, which we're not allowed to say in the inquiry, which is oh yeah you're not
0: yeah the the italian the italian undercover pig yeah uh, i mean
2: yeah yeah british but yeah italian but
0: i mean he's yeah you know
2: yeah anyway so like he fucking um you know he was encouraging like this his local group to go and firebomb like this italian fascist shop which Uh i thought uh uh, well i can't remember the bloody name but some italian fascist group yeah like like a a shop in london which was like what did they sell I like I, I I don't know, man. Don't know, literature of some sort. I'm guessing like they just racist of olive oils.
0: So- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like yeah. you
2: know, like Catholic yeah, Catholic goods. Yeah. 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 Yeah yeah, crosses, yeah. yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. Like paintings films. of Mussolini.
1: Yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. And Mussolini's hot daughter. His, his yeah.
0: granddaughters. His granddaughters Japanese pop album.
2: she
0: done one of those yeah, oh yeah it's really it's actually it's it's pretty good <laughs> well
2: seriously she, okay, <laughs> yeah and thanks. she
0: was dude no it's i just i just actually just bought a photograph of this but she is in a uh in a israeli post-apocalyptic movie in the 70s where she's like a barbarella type with like her uh breast exposed holding an uzi it's insane uh, it's yeah i'll, I'll uh yeah, I guess very if you're like stuff. an
2: exploitation director in like the 70s and then yeah, Wilson that's the. Daughter, I right. mean, that's gotta be, be the the
1: white whale, right?
2: Hold yeah. This gun and take that, take you off your shoes. <laughs> <Exactly,
0: laughs> right? yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, so like, they were trying to get them to firebomb.
2: Right. Yeah. So they they're trying to get them to firebomb the shop, and they were like, "Man, we're not. You know, this is like a." You know, aside from everything yeah. else, like next door's got people living in it, but you know, like come on, exactly, like, no, this is not happening. So, there's, there's that kind of like, and also, like, the group that he was trying to get to do that, which was the away team, which was like just a bunch of um stewards for left wing events. Um, so you know, yeah, 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 sort of you know, I mean, like, they're, they're more sort of your like kind of Saturday afternoon punch up, not your firebombing places, sort of lads. So, like, yeah, but you know, so, so getting people deeper in, so there's that kind of stuff. But then it's also just a really like low-level stuff. So, like my personal experience with my group was just like, man, like Marco Jacobs, who was infiltrated our group, was a massive fucking gossip, bro. I mean, like seriously, like just it was just little niggles about, well, you know what Michael was saying and what Cesar was saying, and blah, blah, yeah, oh yeah. Don't get me wrong, man. Like the British left is more than capable of eating itself. You know, yeah. like there's plenty of like bullshit, and I'm sure the American left is exactly the same. Of like kind very of two hungry weirdos. people,
0: Americans, yeah,
2: right, yeah, and like constantly kind of like falling, you know, falling out with each other and shit about like personal stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But like all the undercover cover cups I knew, and like the that sort of era of those those undercover cups, they were all like terrible gossips who were like kind of, you know, all the stuff about personal relationships and like non political like fallouts within groups. Yeah, yeah you know really into all that really really into all that and like being disruptive on that kind of like personal level and just exhausting people really i think with like kind of internal bullshit you know Uh, that's that's a huge part
0: of it it's it's it really reminds me of 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 a scanner darkly that like philip k dick book and Mm -hmm. then later movie about this this sort of undercover cop who is just basically like put into this drug house to like not really do much but just like lay around and mess with things and it's like that that's that's sort of like because again like you mentioned like you know this is this is not big time stuff you know these guys are not exactly infiltrating al-qaeda they're infiltrating these small groups and you know if there's no crazy act if they're not taking the 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 the, you know the bait on the firebomb stuff well then you might as well get them to basically not be able to function as a group because that's the that's the purpose of the police here and that 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 the tactic of gossiping is is uh uh, well, Mao would call that a time himself would call that a type of liberalism. But uh, <laughs> it is it is it is. Yeah, like I, I think I, I think on your website, there's like a sort of list of things that you can kind of go through if you suspect someone's a cop. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's worth noting too that, like the undercover cops. Uh, you know their tactics basically are just heightened versions of like our our worst qualities in in political groups and like yes. that's like really just what they're taking you know what i mean mm, sure. i think it's worth thinking for people to kind of think about that
0: well how did like for instance in your case like how did marco jacobs uh you know just show up at of like how do, how do these guys sort of get on the scene
2: so i mean okay so in his case um so uh, the group I was uh, part of were mostly based in Cardiff, capital of Wales. But mm-hmm. Marco um, first appears in Brighton. Um, he claims that he was like in Northampton. Um, he lived in Northampton and he went to some like national demonstrations of different things and was interested, recently separated from a long-term relationship, which had like ended a bit messily. Mm-hmm. Like, secretly, he, he he was knocked around by her. but ooh shouldn't we know. So it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah, don't bring yeah. that up. Um, uh, and he moves to Brighton, um because like there's there's an epicenter of a scene there right there's the Mm i don't know if you ever came across the free sheet schnews it was like a what is it Schneews, it was like a double sided a4 photocopied newsletter that came out every week in the uk Uh Uh called Schneews, and it was like sch news yeah news and it was like the sort of before the internet and shit like that was yeah yeah right so they're based in brighton and like um he kind of he moved down to Brighton and started going to stuff and like uh, became drinking buddies with the guys involved with that, um, and then going to stuff in other parts of the country because Snews would like, be really keen to send somebody to like other demos in other parts of the country or direct action different things. That yeah,
0: happen, yeah, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like get a report them. for the zine and stuff like that. Yeah, like,
2: yeah, yeah. And he'd like he he was he, like he drove <laughs> and like would be like oh yeah man let's go to like a yeah, day out to go to Harmondsworth Detention Centre and you know maybe a couple of pints for the lads at the end eh you know yeah be- yeah. So, like, kind of befriended a bunch of people, but, like, because he was, like, a, a working-class bloke, uh, mm-hmm. and Brighton is not, like, a working-class bloke kind of town.
0: It's so, all mods and rockers, as far as I know. I mean, it's a battleground.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, like, yeah, for, like, a couple of bank holidays in the 1960s, yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like, a, it's a very popular kind of... Um, Sort of, I, I don't know, like kind of university dropout kind of town, you know? Like, okay, it's, it's the nearest beach to London, yeah. So
0: I, the remind, I just, I'm right. getting a Santa Cruz vibe
2: from that. That's we, yeah, I think we have. A I don't know what that one. means, but maybe
0: probably, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's spiritually true,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. So like, there's you know, there's the pier and there's the beach and there's you know, and there's some you can just sleep on the beach. That kind of place. Yeah. So anyway, so like he, he's there. He's like really like kind of trying to be involved with that as a new person, which is kind of common in Brighton. But, like, when he goes to all these national things, he kind of, like, at the time, Southall's anarchists were, like, we were fucking rent-a-mob, man. We were at everything. We were, like, kicking off it. If there was anything happening, we were going to kind of get somebody there. And, you know, he was our kind of person. You know, he was a bloke. Like, he was a proper, like, working... He was a truck driver, supposedly. And, like, you know, somebody who... Maybe there wasn't that many of in the movement, you know. Then, or yeah. maybe not even now either. You know. I mean, like. I'm,
0: I'm, Believe me, we're very familiar with this problem too.
2: <laughs> right, right. So like, he's like, mate, I've. He was like, tw- like he befriended a few of us like separately. we like, oh, you know, yeah. Marco as well. Whoa, man, that's crazy, right? Mm. So like, um, he gets. So he was like, I'm going to move to to Cardiff because like with my work, I I just need to be somewhere I can get onto the motorway easily enough, and it's right on the M4, no dramas. Mm-hmm. And it's so much cheaper, which it is fucking cheap, like in Wales compared to everywhere else. I'll move there. We were like, that's awesome, bro. I was like, whoa, we're so active. People are moving to South Wales to be a part of our group. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Right? So, like, naive as fuck, I guess. But so, but it kind of, you know, it was like a year. I'd known him for like a year before he moved to Cardiff. So, like, mm-hmm. he was just this guy I vaguely knew. I didn't, you know. So when he moved to Cardiff. I felt like kind of obliged to be like even more matey with him. Right, yeah, right, right. yeah, 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 because you're like,
0: oh, cool, you moved yeah, here. Like, I'll fucking roll. show you around, you know? Yeah, yeah,
2: totally. And like, a few of us were like, cool, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come, um, yeah, yeah. Here's some yeah. the you should go and drink in, and here's the people you should yeah. meet and shit. Here's how to um, speak Welsh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> no, and um, <laughs> like yeah, so like you did all that, and like you kind of um before you know it, and like he he was funny as fuck, man. I gotta be fair, yeah. Like he had a whole pattern. I mean, I maybe he was just tuned into my humor on purpose, but he, yeah. he was funny. So like yeah, before you know it, he's like you, you're spending all your like free, like when you go to the pub, you make sure you're texting him. You know what I mean? Make sure he's there, like. And he also, I mean, like, he had that thing of, like, kind of into the, like, into the, well, we should do things about this, but, like, oh, bloody hell, our meeting is boring. And, like, you, yeah. be in a meeting, you get a text off him mean, the same meeting, is just, like, bar, kill me now, like, you know? Yeah, and just I, like I do that. that. Right, yeah, yeah, it's, like, a totally, like, reasonable way to behave, but. Exactly. Well, you know, that, that's all-
0: something I noticed in, in in common with a lot of these cases, is that the guys would not be, like. Like they would be, they would try to get people to do stuff, but a lot of times they'd be kind of like, "Yeah, this is, you know, you know, it's like this sort of cavalier attitude." A lot of people who generally have been around these things for a while take where they're like, "I know this meeting is not very important, you know," and like you kind of screw around in it, and like Mm. that's that's I mean, which which makes sense because at a certain level, these guys do. I mean, it's weird because maybe they do think it's important in a certain way, like in a public order issue, but they actually don't care about the issues that are being discussed in these meetings, and so uh, no wonder they're bored, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it is that thing. So, like, um, in the S, there's an SDS tradecraft manual which got um disclosed through the inquiry. I mean, like, Mm. it's page after page of redaction, you know, just like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, But but one of the things in it is they refer to like their targets as like a lot of us as wearies, as yeah, wearies, as it's like. Hanging out with him makes me weary, <laughs> because it's like, let me tell you about the red strike dispute of nineteen seventy four. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, 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 right? yeah. Like, you know, and they were, you know, like oh god, they're spending the time with the wearies, and it just being a you know a bit of a nightmare befriending these people. You know, mm-hmm. which they just found that hard work and boring. And as that's
0: fuck. rude to hear you and your friends talked about yeah. it in that
2: way. Yeah, man. Yeah, but like I've had my feelings hurt enough. I think I, you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, how did it end?
2: With, With Marco, or like, yeah. So I mean, he was deployed for like. Um, so like he he kind of appeared uh, around the time of the G8 in Scotland, 2005. Mm, uh, mm. Up to that um, he started sort of disappearing in the summer of 2009. It, like it mm. took a while to like kind of you know fully. Yeah, 2009, 2009. Yeah. it seems like they
0: have this weird, like, yeah, like you're saying, like this sort of stuttered withdrawal process.
2: Yeah. So like there's like, he's, he's around less and less. So yeah. he was in like, this background that he once worked in Corfu. Yeah. You know, when he had like, oh, when I, was, when I was working in Corfu, let me tell you some stories, boys. You know, it was that kind of. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Like, uh, so he was going back to like he'd been to Corfu for somebody's wedding and he was like, oh, I got offered a job over there. Mm-hmm. It's like loads easier than my current job. Money's not great, but I live in Corfu. And, yeah. you know, and I was like, oh, we'll come visit. It's like, like will you fuck? You'll never bother. Wait, wait, like, wait. I'll be lucky of to course. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know, don't even like,
0: know where like, Corfu... Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right, right,
2: exactly. So, like, you know, Corfu's an island in the Mediterranean. It's really nice sort of holiday sort of island. Um, yeah. But, like, so, I mean, obviously, his routine with the women he was having sexual relationships with was, like, a lot more full-on than it was with the likes of me at that point. But, you know, uh, yeah, so he... He withdrew around that time. I mean, like we we had gone from being incredibly active. Um, to by that point, we were doing a lot of like. We, we used to be like a real just direct action kind of group mm-hmm. uh, that did a newsletter, um, and then we became a group that did a newsletter and like did like film showings and talks and like did a book mm. fair and like. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I don't I, I don't know how much that was his influence that we were like less direct action focused. Or it was just, you know, would have happened anyway or whatever. But um, he certainly we'd, we'd fallen out as well a lot. We'd kind of split into some rival camps within the group and shit, you know, by we yeah. left. Though, I mean, it, arguably um, there was an officer sent undercover after him, which tended to be their technique. You know, somebody who could pick up the threads of the intelligence, use okay. that to be able to infiltrate. So it was not somebody I ever met, but somebody who appeared in Swansea not long afterwards. Um when, like, Marco was discovered, like, and, you know, all the kind of stuff when he came to the fore, it appeared that, like, that officer was withdrawn, like, quickly. Like, he went from, like, showing a great interest in a female activist in Swansea to just disappearing.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
2: So, I mean, it was probable that that was his replacement, sort of, like, came along. It'd be interesting to know who his predecessor was. I mean, I've no idea about that. Yeah, you know? before Marco. Right, right. Because yeah. it seems like every one of them had, like, a... You know, there was, right, a, right, right. was Passing mm-hmm. the baton, not like directly, but like kind of just to the side, and you know, and, but like yeah, using those, yeah. those contact that knowledge, you know, to kind of further. It must know.
1: really mess. Like, I don't know. I feel like I want, I don't know. Maybe you did or you didn't. But did you go through like a period afterwards where you're sort of like, huh? Was that the reason for that? Was he like the cause of this, or was all of this going to happen without it? it? Must like really fuck with you to kind of like. Like what, what's real, what's not. I mean, you know, beyond the women who are in relationships which that's like a whole nother mm. level. But just, you know, even as you're talking about the you know, what the changes that uh the groups underwent, you know, like what would have happened if he wasn't there. It's it's I don't know. You you kinda like end up playing these, these weird mind games with
2: yourself. I was completely paralyzed that for you, with for that for years yeah. to be honest. Um and I think like on a wider level, like that goes for society at large. Um, yeah. Uh, what kind of society would Britain be without the spy cops, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and you can talk about it in terms of the environmental direct action movement, in terms of the ALF, in terms of Vietnam's solidarity campaign, the anti-apartheid movement. But, like, when it comes to the minor strike in 84 and, like, the assault on the British working class that happened there and, like, the way in which every, le- every level of undercover policing to overt fucking, you know, soldiers in uniforms going around beating people mm-hmm. up and shit, like... Britain was totally and utterly changed by that event, you know? Yeah. That we, we lost so badly then in so yeah. many fucking ways. Like, we would live in a completely different country, I think, if undercover policing hadn't been so successful in stopping social movements in the way yeah, that cool. they did.
1: Can we, like, pause there for a second and sure. just give our listeners if they're – I mean, I think – you know we have like younger listeners and particularly in America they might not be familiar with that period in British history um, and and the undercover cops were like quite active in this mm. um, in this moment can you maybe give yeah, us a little
2: so like I mean the, the, the National Union of Mine Workers um, was Britain's most probably the most militant large industrial union mm-hmm. um, like in 74 arguably they brought the government down um, who you know when <laughs> Miller went to the, the country who runs the, com- the, the country is it the conservative government or is it the miners and the government comes Yeah, away, yeah. the fucking miners fuck off um, so like you know there was no love lost with that so when Thatcher comes to power in 79 she picks a fight with the, 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 the industrial like the industrial unions like and she, and, yeah you know it could have been the print workers, it could have been the the, the the transport workers, but in the end, it's the miners that she really picks the fight with, and she just decides that like it's not worth it's not worth their social power. the, the economic benefits of the mining the mining industry in the UK are not worth the social power that the national union of Mine Workers has within British society. So we will destroy our own mining industry um to destroy the national union of Mine workers. Um, and I mean, like essentially, I mean, I was like four years old at the time, but like, I yeah, mean, some yeah. of the most vivid early memories, like th- this was particularly here in South Wales. Um, it, like, you know, like it, it's, it's a defining point in, in our history. It's what, it, it's the, it's the decline. It's the, I mean, there been already been some decline, but this was really the fucking decline because when, when the mines go, the steelworks aren't far, far after, you know mm. what I mean? They're kind of linked so like yeah this- i mean
0: it was like the beginning of the end for industrial for industrial right, England. Right.
2: yeah and like you know, and every fucking every prediction about what would happen to the to the, the communities happened you know what i mean they are now like heroin fucking just Shitholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> similar.
0: I'm not, we had a very similar trajectory here in America too.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, but the, the, ta- the the defeating of the national union of mine workers was no small thing, man. They had to change the law about secretary picketing. They had to do a lot of things to to, to break the mine. Like they yeah, like I say, sent in yeah um, soldiers in in police uniforms uh, to, to to break pickets, and the undercover policing was a huge part of like the 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 detail of which is, is yet to come out. Um, mm. Like we've got theories. I, the, the I wonder if it'll ever stuff... come out because that's right, just yeah. such a
1: storied and like mm. important part of British history that I would imagine. Like, I, I mean, if it came out that this had like a major, major influence on all of that, it, I feel like it would be quite disruptive to mm. like socially disruptive, politically, maybe.
2: I mean, you, you'd kind of hope so. I mean, well, yeah, you- yeah, 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 I guess so. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's true, <laughs> but um, like. It's it's scary though. I mean, one of the things you know, like even though we know that these units were like designed to undermine democracy, yeah, like, the scandal is you know, and I'm not you know, that's not the word that like the, the the sexual relationships, the stealing of dead children's identities, the individual like manipulation of people and destroying of lives. To be honest, which was a huge part of what they did is bad enough, but like the undermining of democracy on this industrial scale, um, like that's that scandal hasn't really been a scandal yet. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I'm curious about that because it seems like, I mean, I know the Guardian has done, I mean, they've done most of the reporting on that. I mean, Mm. a lot of the reporting at least, but it hasn't really like caught on. It seems like, I don't know. I mean, can you give us a sense of like how it's been? perceived over there?
2: So, like, I mean, in terms of the media coverage, like, you know, huge shout out to Rob Evans at The Guardian. Um, mm-hmm. in, in, when you say The Guardian's been covering it, Rob Evans has been covering it. Okay, um, yeah, yeah he's, yeah, he's a salary I mean, I don't
0: like
1: been, giving The Guardian any. Points. Yeah, don't if I can just well. credit <laughs> someone
0: besides The Guardian, yeah, I'm all good
2: absolutely. with that. Yeah, yeah. Talk about undercover
1: cops. Yeah, yeah, right.
2: <laughs> so, like, I mean, like, there's one, it's one reporter, I mean, he's bylines every single article on it. Him with it, a guy called Paul Lewis, um, who he co-wrote the original book Undercover. Um, Inside yeah, inter- um, that's the
0: one you're interviewed in, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was yeah. googling around. Um, I saw that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, which I recommend. I mean, it was published in uh, 2012, so you know our knowledge is changed, but like it's still like it's the best introduction in book form. Yeah, know, to the topic. Um, like he, he, you know, he, he brought up Paul Lewis. Paul Lewis kind of moved on to became the U.S. correspondent for the Guardian or something. So it's been just pretty much exclusively Rob Evans reporting in the Guardian. Um, for whatever reason, nobody like the the BBC and Channel Four initially mm-hmm. uh, picked it up, a uh, TV station over here. Um, and Simon Israel, who's a very well-respected broadcast journalist, um, kind of been covering the story since it began, but only in, like little snippets on Channel Four now mm-hmm. and again. BBC similarly have got a, a journalist. They've got out long term. Nobody else, whether it's just through lack of funding or just lack of interest, has the kind of is willing to put the resources. Like, sort of like so the Morning Star, which is like the communist uh, newspaper, daily. Yeah, newspaper, yeah, yeah. I know. The I the there. Right. So like, they've covered the story from the beginning, but sure, I they've been through five different journalists in that time on the story because yeah. people don't stay there. It's not well paid, you know. Yeah. So you, and you need like you need a good you need. If you come to story late, it's kind of confusing. There's a lot of detail to it. So like, yeah,
0: I mean, Jesus, like that's, I mean, cause this, uh, our podcast is for a little uh, reference, basically Mm. started uh, researching the Epstein thing. And this seems like just another one of those things where there's so much Mm. to it that you could really just devote all of your energy to researching it. Because I mean, there is just an incredible amount of, of detail and different operations and all these sort of things. So, yeah, you'd need a serious journalist.
2: Yeah, totally. So, like, th- there just hasn't been the resources thrown at it, essentially. Um, yeah. And I don't know how that's going to change, really. Right, um, I, I don't see – like, the, the this thing that the, uh, the Telegraph's doing, that podcast, that Bed of Lies podcast, I think it's really interesting because it's, like, it's, it's breaking out of what up until now has been just within, like, a certain sort of – yeah, yes. that's been it's like,
1: siloed uh, into kind of like serious-minded stuff, maybe. Right, that right exactly. That not a lot of people are paying attention to.
2: Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, maybe off the bat, you know, if right. if that becomes like there's a new audience to it, maybe that, that'll spark off some of the Well, we should cover this in more detail in some way. I mean, yeah. like, it was telling, at, at the inquiry, um, at the hearing room, where you could actually view what the undercover cops looked like, uh, there was only one journalist there. Uh, from the Morning Star um, for every, yeah. s- every day of the inquiry. Um, yeah. You know, if, if it wasn't for activists sort of putting stuff on Twitter, like coverage, I, you know, you, really a lot of the, of the news reports that did turn up, they were you're hugely lifted from what activists were putting out. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the original... Jim yeah, that's play. the thing that's
1: like such that's that's really frustrating about it too, because it's like this weird push pull because it's like you need those journalists mm. to like continue covering it because that's mm. what builds the power that can then pressure the government mm. to mm. then reveal more that more people mm. can cover. But if that's not happening, if that mm. like relationship isn't there, it feels like everything just kind of gets stagnant. And you're mm. sort of you know, and the government can like hide behind, you know as many tools as many things as it wants <laughs> you know it has plenty yeah. of tools to hide to use to yeah. hide at its disposable or whatever but um so it's just it's frustrating when that you know that isn't there that kind of adversarial like push pull that you need mm.
2: Yeah, totally. It's it's yeah, it's a problem. Like, I say, it's the single biggest problem is lack of media coverage. Yeah, really. Well, they're, yeah.
0: they're not live streaming the proceedings either, which I've, I found insane. So they're they're just <laughs> yeah. what they're doing. So. <laughs> you know obviously ladies and gentlemen out there you know that you know it's it's covid so they're doing all these fucking zoom yeah, trials yeah. and inquiries and all these kind of things and so you know this inquiry is 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 you know being done basically remotely in a lot of cases although i think there are people people actually in the building too so um, what they're
2: doing is they they've booked a room in a in a four star hotel off oxford street which Classic, is the longest, baby. I've ever been in. There love we there. go. <laughs>
1: I love it. And yeah. where
2: you can go, if you, you can register. If you're a core participant, so if you're affected by the deployment, they've just given you core participant status. And, and that's you, right? I, I'm I'm one of the core participants, yeah. Uh, so yeah. there's like, yeah. like a hundred and the are 40, 60, I can't remember the exact number, yeah. of non-state court participants, um, non-police, non-state court participants. So we have, like, we get certain levels of disclosure depending on what tranche we're assigned to and shit, but we can go mm-hmm. to the hearings. Uh, and, you know, a member, the, like, anybody could apply, but it's discretionary to the court whether they allow you to... So, like, journalists can go, we want to go. And it's like, well, yeah, from the Guardian, you can come in. But as it turns out, yeah, like, so they have room for 60 people uh, in the viewing room. Um, I mean, as it turned out, there was like I don't know twenty people there because most mm. days, because like it's COVID. Like I mean, I, I travelled down from Wales, which um, we weren't even in lockdown at the time. You know, like mm. COVID was really low here at the time. Uh, I got the train down to London. I could go to the pub in Newport. Yeah, I got to London. Like everything's fucking shit. You're in Oxford Street, right? Which is like the yeah, most. Right. It's right, like right. the centre of shopping, and you know this, you know, this marble, yeah. marble arch. There's like a fucking. 20 foot tree and like a you know Santa made of fucking gold or some shit. You're getting you know,
0: your suits done at Savile Row, which like, I know about from from song lyrics. Like, you know, yeah, it's, so
2: it's all done up to the nines for Christmas, but like there's yeah. no one there, it's empty. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Then, yeah. You I've hotel. seen 28
0: Days Later,
2: it, right, it honestly looked like it, man. I'm not even, yeah, because like, cause there's no even, like because there's no shoppers there, there's no street sweepers there, so there are bits of rubbish right. like flying around, like just like
0: <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: So yeah, that was the only way to see like the undercover cops giving evidence because mm-hmm. the, otherwise all you have got was this transcript, which is like the stenographer's like transcript of what's happening, which was broadcast with a 10 minute delay on YouTube. With mm. them just typing what's being said, which
0: ridiculous, yeah.
2: Man, like no journalist can like kind of respond to yeah, that yeah, yeah. in any sort of I sense
0: mean, of you way. have to read just like thousands and thousands and thousands of yeah. words every day and then get it. Yeah. I mean that 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 you know, there there are people putting it uh, together rather admirably. What's the fucking Jesus Christ? There's so many different acronyms that I can't remember. What is the website that is doing like the day by day sort of like oh, the, examination the, uh, of it?
2: The the campaign opposing police surveillance.
0: Yes. Cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Between you and me, it's a fucking terrible name. But I, I didn't choose it. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Check out that. our website,
1: Cops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're not cops. We oppose the cops yeah. and the undercover cops, which we're not undercover cops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but they,
0: they've been doing a pretty good job of <laughs> yeah, actually fantastic. kind of going through it. And, and they have actors and actresses, I believe, acting yeah, so it out on YouTube. I thought it was very
2: was – Okay. They, they, they organized that. Um, okay. So, uh, but yeah, basically it started off with just you know activists reading – it out as it came through. Uh, this it's called a verbatim theatre? Mm-hmm. That's new. cute. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's a thing in itself, apparently, to do this kind of transcripts. So they've got like uh, Maxine Peake, um, who's like a very left wing actor, actress. I, actor I, I, I'm UK. sorry.
0: Anything I just say, I'm going to be like, oh, she's from, I can't remember the Shameless. fucking name, Faulty Towers.
2: No, no.
0: That's just the only British TV show I know. I'm really sorry. Okay. That's, that's, I'm
2: no, being no, no. She, she was in, you had a US version of Shameless. But there was a, oh there yeah, was yeah. The, the drunk version. guy. The drunk guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, like, so yeah, like, yeah So yeah, okay. in the British version was the was the sex crazy next door neighbour. Oh, anyway, the first series of the of the British Shameless one of the best bits of TV ever. Fucking great yeah. man. Fucking brilliant.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. American
2: one yeah. was fucking terrible. But anyway, never mind. Um, Yeah, so like, she's like a middle in like pop famous sort of actress. So she yeah. did it, uh, and then like um a woman, an Irish actress I'd never heard of was in Dairy Girls, which is quite mm-hmm. funny. She did a bit as well, then we had somebody else who I'd never fucking heard of. But, you know, we had like, actors kind of voicing it, which yeah. I yeah, really helped. And, like, got way more, like, just both live on YouTube at the same time, like, the actors reading it out was getting, like, you know, a couple of thousand views, whereas the Inquiry itself getting fuck all, you know.
0: So, rare, yeah, rare. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It
2: definitely brought it to a bigger audience than, than the Inquiry itself was able to do.
0: So we gotta wrap up soon. Um oh, I just kind of want to get like some last thoughts on on where you think the inquiry is going because we haven't reached your time period yet, have we?
2: In it? No, a long way off from it. We're not gonna to get to my time period until about twenty twenty three, I think. Jesus um, Christ! That's also just a very weird sentence to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah also, <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, do yeah, sound
0: yeah. like a bit of a time traveler.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> I tell you what, man. What you were saying earlier about the kind of how it affects your mind, I think that's yeah. the yeah. biggest way is that I feel like I'm stuck in a time loop of like twenty-five to thirty, because that's the age I was doing it. I have yeah. overanalyzed those five years of my life, like yeah. in a way in which is not healthy, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I have no desire to fucking do, but like so many things, like, well, I'd, like I know that there's this log of every fucking move I made, like during yeah. that time, like you know, fifty thousand fucking documents or some crazy shit just on me, where I found out through like some what you discos- did, and like it's just like. I mean, a lot of that is bullshit, yeah, because you've got phones in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but...
0: Just every phone call you ever made, yeah.
2: Right, and all this kind of shit, yeah. So it's like that, during that period, And I've done a, you know, public access request of my, like, um, um, Police National Computer Files, which is just basically what if you get pulled over for speeding, kind of comes up when a cop wants it. And, like, the detail in that is, like, shit man so like the, the stuff they won't release is you know is like hugely yeah. so you end up like this period of your life you're just like so fucking aware of you Jesus. know and, like 25 to 30 is not the time when no you necessarily yeah, yeah, give yeah. a good account of yourself you know your no. movie politics is a little bit like you know, yeah. it's a bit like we're all a mess. Yeah. yeah. You know?
0: believe me, I'm very I know, but <laughs> right? it's, you know, it's yes. And that's that's what that's what that's what freaks me out so much about it, because if I found out that somebody I knew was an undercover cop during right. like a 5-year period of my life, uh Yeah. I mean, I I, I that you know, it's it's uh, it, we went over this a little bit earlier, and, you know, forgive me for asking again, so it's like, were you like I, I mean, w- did that sort of traumatize you from doing political stuff for a while? Just because yeah, I would be freaked much. out anybody who showed up.
2: Yeah, I mean, totally. Um, like, it was kind of weird because, like, at first I was like, I'm fucking, whoa, you know, like, yeah. who do they send next, man? They send a really funny guy first to be my mate. Who's the se- who, Who's the next guy you send, right? If you pissed yeah. them off to get that, what's the, what's the second fucking level, you know? And I didn't yeah, want to find yeah. out. So I was all freaked out. And, like, for a lot of people, they've never done politics again since. Like, yeah. I kind of, I think, like. For me, what kind of dragged me back in was um, doing this. Like I couldn't do yeah. politics unless I was doing like you know fighting. Like so, at first it was like getting control of the narrative, you know, in some way creating a narrative. Like I mean, I, I was lucky. I was only considered like a mad conspiracy theorist for a few months before it was on the front yeah, page yeah, of the Guardian. Yeah. But like yeah, other yeah. people have been doing it for fucking you know, decades, and they were you know. So like, I, yeah, that was I was lucky about that. But then you've got to double down on that and be like, this really happened. It's been a, you know this important person agrees that it happened like that. They they admit it. Look, they've apologized to these people. Look, it's real. It's real. It's real. Uh, You know, working on that. And then like, just because like, you know, because of my background and where I live, things happened locally. And it's like, you can't not engage with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have of course. to kind of engage with that. Like the fucking Nate that was coming opposite your nan's old house, for fuck's sake. You've got exactly. to be part of the fucking mobilization against it. Otherwise you're a shit house. And like, yeah. so I kind of got dragged back in, but I definitely politically, very different the way I organized. Very, I am like, yeah, my trust issues are through the roof, man. You know what I, can I mean? I imagine. Like, Just even yeah. in
0: personal life
2: yeah yeah mostly personal life
0: man yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's 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 what's so astounding to me is just like the sheer and like i really want want our listeners to sort of understand how like I, it's it's i encourage people to sort of you know do your own research and look at some of the personal stories that people affected by this too you know especially the, the, these these women i mean affected everyone in different ways i mean mm-hmm. it, it affects you differently if it's your friend versus your girlfriend versus you know the father of your children because i want to stress some of these fucking cops fathered children with women when they had not only other families, but like they, 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 it's not like they stuck around and were like undercover cops is, you know, for like the next 40 years. It's like they knocked, you know, they knocked people up essentially knowing that they would leave them with a kid and incredibly traumatized. And for, you know, and for what to prevent them from fucking, you know, saying, uh, holding up a fucking placard for veganism. And it's like, (laughs) it's, 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 it's just, it's, 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 it's it sounds funny because of course everyone knows that that the, the 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 you know American British whatever and five eyes governments have done incredibly sadistic things all over the world but this one is so sadistic in such a personal way and i think in a way that people can relate to because everybody knows like pretty duplicitous people or like you know people who betray them but like a betrayal on this level i think that's what what affects me so much about the story is just like how you know cruel essentially yeah. this was um, you mentioned
1: like the need to kind of get control of the narrative or that being the first kind of like impetus mm-hmm. of like when you're coming back to mm-hmm. like yourself maybe even <laughs> after going through something like that and like i think that's something that um at, like actually like all victims of abuse or however we want to like mm-hmm. categorize this like end up going through and that's like mm-hmm. a very central um piece of kind of like being able to come to terms with what's what's happened and what's occurred mm. and dealing with that kind of, with, with the, you know, traumatic break that, is, that, that has happened. Mm. Um, and so I think that there's something there where that's kind of like actually like a universal, where, you know, it's like, um, you know, being able to kind of like, yes, this happened, yes, this happened to me, and like, this is continuing to happen, and I'm, you know, a part of this. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, listening to that podcast with, you know, a lot of the women talking, that's been very central to them having, like, coming to terms mm. with what, you know, what they went through in, you know, like we said, more intimate and, you know, more intimate settings. Mm. I just, I don't know. I can't fucking imagine that level. Like, we are not meant to be surveilled in that way. Like, that is just, it, I mean, it's, it's shocking to me.
2: Yeah. I can't imagine.
1: Yeah. I, I can't yeah. imagine what you've been through.
2: I mean, I think it's like, it's important to people to understand that like these are undercover political police, but they're not doing political infiltration. They're doing personal infiltration. Yeah. yeah, They infiltrate people's personal lives and by the means of being inside personal lives, they spy on political movements. But the like the way that they got their, like it's not just that like whilst they were undercover, they ended up meeting somebody and having a relationship with them. Yeah. The deployment is based on the legend of being... Alison's girlfriend a boyfriend, about yeah. being, you know, like somebody the Donna's boyfriend, like they you are you, you're, you're trusted within the group because like you're that person's partner and everybody knows known them for years and trusts them. Yeah, you're part of their lives in like a really deep, meaningful way. You talk about marriage, shit she's pregnant, like we all this kind of shit, do you know what I mean? It's like it's the the effectiveness of the deployment is entirely based on the way in which they mess with people's personal lives. Yeah, and yeah. it does, like, the, the, the psychological effects, you know, is, um, it's, I mean, it's been incredibly, like, knowing so many of the women who've been affected and, like, having those as, like, my close friends yeah. and comrades through this process yeah. has been incredibly inspiring. I can imagine, yeah. they're, like, you know, like, you know, it's a particularly a small number of them have got the fucking bit in their teeth. And, yeah. like, this is to find their lives in a way in which they are not willing to let slip. They're not willing to let it go at all. And, like... I think it's something we've all kind of got in common when we're dealing with this is like we we know we've got to keep turning up, you know? Mm-hmm. So we have no faith in the inquiry. We don't think the inquiry is yeah. going to get to anything. You know, it's a, it's a fucking farce, right? It's a fucking yeah. farce and it will fail by its own measure when its own measure is shit in the first place. But at the moment, that's the way in which you get the story out and you, like, you learn new bits and pieces. So we're going to engage with it. Call it, a, call them a bunch of bastards as we as we engage with it, and like when it ends, there's gonna be another thing we're gonna have to do to keep it fucking keep banging that drum because otherwise it's just gonna slip away, you know.
0: What do you, what do you like, just on a personal level, want from this? What do I want? Yeah.
2: What? I don't know. Is that what that's a you weird got, question? Man? What do you got? What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, but like,
0: but like, like, because I, I, I mean, I, I, that's I've sort of been trying to put myself in, in, in your, or anyone's uh, of shoes from this, and because I am somebody who when, when, went. I'm wronged in a certain way. I get like, I, I, I have like a very, I, am a big, big on revenge. I, I want them dead. I want
2: their families dead. I want their houses burned to the ground. Ah. Exactly.
0: Exactly. But no, but like, but like, like, like what, what, what would, I mean, obviously there's no like, you know, uh, fixed, you know, they can't give you some like metal for surviving, you know, that would right. make it better. But like, but like, what is, what
2: is, what would you, what do you want? I want blood on the floor, man. I've like. i, yeah. I I've given up on any, like, there's no, like, Um. they, they can't make it better, can they, right? Yeah. Of course right? what, not, yeah. What do I want? I want the Queen's head on a fucking spike. I want the House of Parliament on fire. I want a totally different society, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'm like I want to get rid of capitalism and the state and, like, all the bad shit, yeah? I want, like, a totally different fucking world. But yeah. like in in terms of like the the aims of like campaigning against it, I'll take as much as I can get my hands on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like keep shooting until you run out of bullets, and then grab rocks. You know, what I mean, like yeah. what can you do, man? Like what whatever you can do, keep swinging. Like I've, I I want to get as much out of it as I can, as I can possibly get out of them. You know, and if, yeah. Whatever you yeah. can do, you kind of take the opportunity to do, and know that in the end, I will fail. That this entire process will fail. Of course it fucking will. We, you know, like we're, what we're up against is like funded to a level, which we will never be able to fucking match. They have got the resources and the infrastructure to fucking tie us up in knots forever. But like, if you don't do this, then what do you do? You f- find yourself thinking about it too often and having been like, Oh, should have done something about it. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I've got no, like, um, I've got, I, I can't give you anything like kind of, well, if they were to put you know, this, yeah. you can arrest this person and like, and reform this and get rid of that unit and like, like I mean, like, at the moment there's uh, the covert human intelligence sources bill going through parliament, which would yes. essentially legalize all this behavior. And so it's completely fine anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just you know, on national security grounds is what they normally try and pass this stuff off. But this legislation would be like Britain, Britain's economic interests yeah you know, really? Short which we, goals, right? we
0: didn't even really get fully into but by the way these 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 cops also uh supplied information on and blacklisted for instance like construction yeah. workers who were militant
1: yeah, absolutely. but that's like I a mean, whole whole yeah, other pe- can people of worms who
2: were, um people who were doing uh health and safety health and, sa- yeah, health and safety yeah. safety yeah. reps were getting put on lists spied on by undercover police to t- take them out of the industry basically so that they could you know i mean it comes down to that kind of that that uh Large companies and budgets, and like you know, wanting to, you know, don't want in the bottom line harmed by uppity and you know, human beings who like kind of mm-hmm. all bothered about like health and safety and shit, yeah, you
0: know? wanted to wear a helmet, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, shit like that, you know. Um, yeah,
0: but you say. got the chis, you got the the chis, oh, the Chisbill, Bill, yeah, and and, right. and, I, and I and I saw that that that. That Keir Starmer basically was like, oh, you know, we're against this, but we got to add some amendments and then we'll vote for it. Of course, their amendments all failed. And then he yeah. told everyone to abstain from yeah. voting on it, uh, I mean, which is, as far as I can understand, allowing it to pass. Well, that's yeah, what totally. his
2: role is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's what he's there to do. I mean, the, it fits with his his track record as director of public prosecutions. You know, a role exactly. he was in. Right, right, right. He is a, he's,
0: he's, he's your Kamala Harris. He's a cop.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, when you know, when the spy cops thing broke in the first place, he was he was a director of public prosecutions. He decided not to allow you know, to. Um uh, cases to be brought against individual officers. I mean, he was also director of public prosecutions in the aftermath of the 2011 riots, and he decided yeah. it was worthwhile to prosecute people for stealing a bottle of water and sending, yeah. like, you know, a yeah, young mother that. to prison for years for that. You know, I mean, like, the guy's got a track record. When people tell you who they are, which you should believe them. Me. That's
1: how he made his name.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, no, he made his name as a as a human rights lawyer, freaking doing pro bono oh, work right, for the McLeod right, right. campaign, which is like. But, you know, there we go. Yeah. I mean, he was probably People, spied on man. during that period. Um, yeah. But, you know, I mean, like, there's nobody as, as supportive of the state as the, those who were wronged by it, but then employed by it, right? You know? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. 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 Absolutely. I and and it, I, I think only, like, a certain amount. Uh, I saw that, like, a few, like, sort of more of the left-wing members of the Labour Party actually did vote against it. And then they were... P- uh sort of take it off the front bench yeah 34
2: means, of them i'm mean, including like a couple of people who like had quite promising careers within um the, the shadow cabinet so like fair play to them for resigning from the shadow cabinet yeah. to do that um i mean appalling they had to uh but i mean yeah, it was the usual suspects it was the socialist campaign of group so it's yeah. corbyn's mob if you like people in the yeah 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 too, they're not but you know yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. we'll bear yeah. even further now yeah i mean like it's I mean. It, because the, you know, Starmer said he was going to abstain. Not all the Conservative Party voted for it. They didn't have to turn up. They knew they would win. So, it, if if he had said that he was going to vote against it, then Boris would have got a three line whip. But as it stood, the amount of people voted for it. Like if, at the last minute, they changed their minds, they could have they could have beaten the bill. I mean, it's not it's yeah. not law yet. Um, it's in the House of Lords at the moment. Do yeah. the archaic like britishly uh, i know privileged. i love it's it. it it's just
0: a, it, so they're the unelected like yeah, uh yeah. technically yeah yeah
2: their opposition's been much more i mean some of them are, are like, really angry about it because chiz yeah. is an assault on the english language what does this even mean i don't understand
1: <laughs> ah! hey take it
2: however we can get
1: it right but yeah yeah you know, yeah I mean, yeah look, yeah, yeah. Do you know
2: what i mean like but it's you know it, it, it's a thin line of fucking defense there but yeah it probably will become law and then like all this stuff. I mean, like. It's not retrospective, theoretically, but you know what it's like, man. In court, like a in public inquiry, the judges will say, "Well, even yeah. though this legislation is not retrospective, it certainly shows the will of Parliament on these issues." You know, so yeah, that'll probably go badly overall, I would imagine. Right. Well, yeah. what doesn't? <laughs>
0: um, well, Tom, this interview has been, despite the subject matter, a a a, a, a joy to conduct, uh, and I just wanted to ask what. Uh, what resources would you sort of steer people to? I uh, what okay, what, so what you know? What can people do? Give it. Give me the spiel.
2: So I mean, like, I run a very poorly um, looking website, SpyCups.info. I
0: don't um, think it's that bad. You said that, in email. it's, it's fine. Slide. Website.
1: Yeah, what are you
2: talking Thank about? It's It's a very DIY bit. I mean, it looks. It's, it's got a bit better recently. I spent like. Uh, a weekend, like trying to make it look a bit prettier the other day. So it looks like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, better, but yeah, yeah. Essentially. I mean, I purely did it because when this all started, I like, uh, I'm a printer by trade and I was like, Oh, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll run off some stickers. And I didn't have a website to put on there cause it was new. So I just registered one and put it on the stickers. <laughs> and I printed like 20,000 of these stickers. Uh, and I, was, <laughs> I haven't actually put them all up yet. But, you know, like, so I was like, I better keep a website going. But it, that's got links to everything, all the various different groups. Like, follow me on Twitter, man. Tom B. Fowler. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of keep up to date with, like, everything that comes out. And when there's a, a setting of the inquiry or any court case related to it or a debate in parliament, I try and live tweet it um, with jokes and asides. And, you know, I'm, not, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, very yeah. partisan, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, Perfect. I mean, like... There's loads of other things, but you can find links to everything on spycups.info.
1: Perfect. Awesome. We've got to have you back on for some other reason. This was such yeah, a this conversation. Has been, yeah,
0: this has been great. Sure. Any, let, me, let me know anything else you know a bunch about because this is. Well, I been, mean, like, this I, I can
2: been, bore you with Welsh. Fuck political life, if you like. Fuck your hell. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I was actually <laughs> sent by the CIA to infiltrate Plaid Simru.
2: Oh my um, god, man, that is the best pronunciation I've ever heard in my life about fucking Clyde <laughs> Platt- actually. Ha- wow, man. Clyde Platt- 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 Cymru, right? Platt- yeah, Clyde Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's what I said. It's a, <laughs> I I have I have it's a California accent. I said the same thing, yeah, but yeah, it just yeah. it comes right. out to me. I actually have a book on like uh, it's called like fringe political, uh, fringe political groups in Britain or something like that. Right, yeah. And there's a whole section on like Welsh language groups. I also wanted to mention. I wanted to mention. I cannot get finished this without mentioning that check this this perverted shit out. When the SDS was sort of conducting this like wide ranging uh, sort of sweep of groups in the 60s, one of the groups they infiltrated was a children's group by children yeah. to stop caning. At yeah. British schools, cane yeah. is a practice where you are beaten with a cane,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, and the, the SDS infiltrated this group. Uh, yeah. And mean, so,
2: actually, I mean, like, so the, the school strikes of uh, uh, nineteen seventy four are like really inspiring. And if you look at the what's, what's what's really interesting is is you look at all these early SDS reports, these meetings they were at, and they're like, oh, you know, there's we're a meeting of like there was a large meeting, there was hundred people there. Like, yeah. But, like, the school strikes, it's like, yeah, oh, there's yeah, yeah. 3,000 school kids screaming for yeah, murder, yeah. like, yeah, stealing policemen's yeah, yeah. Helmets. And, like, you know, it, it's – like, there's a – that's real – I mean, like – They were the most exciting group that were being infiltrated, I think, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally, targeting children for that. I mean, like, the women's liberation groups, they were, like, fighting against fucking discrimination at work and stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Whilst that woman cop was being paid 90% of what... uh, Exactly! You know.
0: Yeah, they were trying to go for equal pay, and the woman cop was being paid less (laughs) than the male cops. It's like... uh, I know this isn't
2: what happened, but it's funny
1: to think of it as, like, being infiltrated by, like, child cops. hmm <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, like a a little... Thing, so, really?
2: Um, so, Brit- in Britain, they use child spies, are particularly... What? Ab- what? So, like, part of the... the, the How um, you even get a child The, the rationale is, like, because county lines, you know, county lines drug rings. So... No. Well, so the drug industry in the UK is centred around a few major cities, um, like, and historically, they've had, like, gang wars, whereas, like, places like where I live, it's, okay. like, kind of, you know, your local yeah. fucking head those flogs a bit of, Dope on the side sort of thing. So these large drug gangs like spread out around the country through these county yeah. lines uh, where they where they like kind of recruit very young y- young'uns, y- youngsters to, oh, I see. to, yeah. Yeah, sure, to transport drugs, right? Because they mm. don't get searched and blah, blah, blah. So it became like a thing of like turning those into informers
1: Oh, has become yeah. quite
2: the thing sure. in, by British Well, beneath. that makes so, Jesus.
1: Yeah. I mean,
2: it's it, awful, but that's, it's awful, I
1: understand yeah. the, the workflow right, yeah. there, yeah. I guess. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I, <laughs> yeah. I
1: was I was thinking more along the lines
0: of like, you're 15 and, and, and someone's like, brother, you need to join the force. We got to get these <laughs> school kids. They keep <laughs> yeah, skipping yeah, yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, listen, you got to look at, look at, look at the college rates of France, of Germany. You know, we're <laughs> never going to get there. <laughs> I know they don't call college there. That's like what they call high school. It's the, yeah. you know, but you know what I mean? Um yeah. yeah. Well, we got to wrap up, Tom. This has been, this has been, thank you so much for joining us. No worries, That is, no problem. has been fantastic. Um, cool. And we will, uh, we'll, we'll see you on the M4. <laughs>
2: yeah, cool, man. Come in anytime, time, <laughs> yeah? <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's uh, Tom said something that like I've just been thinking about now. That we we uh, sorry, behind the curtain, behind the veil, lift the veil, lift the mm-hmm. curtain, whichever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stopped the interview maybe like 10 minutes ago, but I've been thinking about this through for the past 10 minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but he was talking about how you know when Thatcher came to power and she when she was going after the minors and she said she'd rather like you know attack their own like British own, own interests, economic interests, that like basically that the, you know, what he said about the, the mining industry not having the, not matching the social power that the miners had. And that like, that kind of has like, like that is kind of the, the operating principle of this Fykov's operation. That like, no matter um, like the the little, like, no matter how productive these political groups or these people are or aren't, like, mm-hmm. even their mere existence and organization is not worth the social power it holds, which is very little. And, like, that is – I think that gets at, like, what – about it is, like, so insanely perverse and fucked up. Yeah, Because yeah. it's, like, even their, like, little mere existence is too much for the state to tolerate.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, in, in the case of the like construction workers, I was I was reading about the blacklisted workers last night. I mean, these are guys who just like, you know, it's like it's like the guy on the work side who's like, you know, we got to be safe. The company's not giving us this. We need goggles or whatever. And, and these people were barred from their trades essentially for the rest of their lives, uh, you know, for, through a combination of their employers and, and the police. And it's like the fact that like, I think the thing that's so crazy about it is like there's no target too small for them, right? Like- you know, I think, you know, for some listeners, I'm sure that you'll sort of recognize yourself in these groups that we're talking about. And it's like, you know, if you think of just like these, these activities that you do, and like, you know, you might not take too seriously, you might be like, well, I have to do it, there's nothing else to do. But you know, I know, it's not really affecting anything. And then to have somebody still like, looking over your shoulder and and the thing that really gets me is the fact that like like for tom for instance like his every move was basically recorded for you know fifty thousand pages of documents i mean that would the the if that existed for me i think i i i don't know if i would be able to sleep at night exactly you know because it's like it's it's you know I, i mean i it's just it's it's just such an incredible violation you know um and like, it, I mean, Britain is is very different, I think, than America in some ways. Like, for instance, it's a lot easier to get arrested for saying stuff on Facebook over there. Wait, wait. And like, it's it's just, I mean, it's a it's a, I don't know. Europe is sort of just like the soft police state in so many places. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's uh it's, uh, I don't know, it's um it's it's it, i i encourage people to sort of listen to that bed of lies podcast to, to listen to sort of like the first hand accounts of these women because they're really affecting and you know it's 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 i mean it's just it's appalling kind of what they went through or what the state did to them
1: well on that note which is a bit sad but mm-hmm. okay my name is liz
0: my name is Brace Belden, and so I'm just doing a little uplifting thing at the end, and here is my handler and producer, Young Chomsky. The podcast is called Truanon.
1: And thank you. And we will, oh.
0: I'm doing a thank you now, to thank our audience. Oh
1: my god, all right.
0: You're not going to say thank you, too?
1: No, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I knew you were going to do that. God, the fucking setup.
0: I'm sorry. I'm really sorry.
1: We'll see you next time. I'm not sorry. Bye
2: bye. <laughs>